what I have on the stuff tonight, it's it's pretty much all about last week, and I don't expect us to go in order down these things. <laughs> I just figure as things come up, I'm going to rearrange and kind of move stuff to where we talked about them. Sounds good. Yeah. This motherfucker won't ever let us talk about religion again, will he? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> all right, I'm going to get started. Do it, Doug. Because, it, yeah. It's a lot. There's so much. <laughs> One topic, and it's so much. Yeah. I got a few other topics, but anyway. Anything you talk about, we're just like, come on, Ray, move along. We want to get to the good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. All Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, January 12th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm the Profane Argument Shaman. (laughs) (laughs) Jared. (laughs) This is Ian. (laughs) Uh, On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record, as well as the rest of the week. Or uh, you can post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. You know, if you still have a Twitter account. (laughs) Whoa! Foreshadow. (laughs) This this week, we'll be talking about... What do you you think we're going to be talking about? I mean... (laughs) Uh, but first, I, I have to mention this. This made me smile. <laughs> Sheldon Adelson, that gross, golem-looking fuck, is finally dead. You want to know how bad of a person I am? <laughs> <laughs> so I, w- I was looking at my phone after that happened. I get a CNN alert. And uh, you just get the top few lines of the report. And then you have to hit the arrow button down to get the rest of it. And all I see was... Sheldon Addison, casino owner, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, please be dead. Oh, please, please, please be please, dead. Please, please be dead. <laughs> and I hit it, and he goes, yes, he's dead! <laughs> uh. Now, I have, uh, I mean, everybody, all the all the news articles I saw was all about how he's a mega donor to the GOP. And I understand that. And that's not my primary reason that I hated him. His work to restrain mm. and restrict online poker was the reason that I hated him primarily. I used to play poker online, and he was the cause for the online poker Black Friday when everything shut down and locked all my money away into the Department of Justice for I don't know how many years. Three years. I'm I'm going to dump a little coffee out for that day because I was with you on that day. Oh, so angry. And it's only because he owns casinos and he wanted nothing online so that everybody was forced to go to his casinos so that he could make money off of everybody. Mm. That's it. And so he pushed his money into politics in order to get the politicians to restrict online poker. What a dick. I mean, I just – everything about him. And and then there's everything else. Yeah. So. Well, there's the, the, his crusade against marijuana because it's a gateway drug. He started all that nonsense too. Well, he didn't start it, but he, he encouraged it, so. He funded a lot of it, yeah. Yeah. Again, you're that old and that rich. What the fuck you care who's smoking marijuana, you casino uh, because, owner? I was going to say, <laughs> drunks, drunks come into his casino and give him more money. The potheads, they Dunk. are not fruitful at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, but nobody yeah. says, hey, let's go high and go gamble. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's well, exactly that's, right. That's what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, like, I, I, think Jeff nailed, I think Jeff nailed it. Old school racist. Black people. Oh, that too. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Now, that being said about pot, every time uh, that I've been in a casino, the last several times I've Mm. been in a casino, there's been somebody smoking pot at my table, like, every single time. So, it's not like they people who smoke pot don't go to casinos. Like, (laughs) they definitely do. It just doesn't seem seem like a thing. Like, I never go, hey, let's party. And let's go smoke some weed and go to the casino. It's always like, let's, yeah. let's drink and get drunk, you know? Yeah, see, I, I don't think I'm opposed to it. But me, on the other hand, I'm like, there is a lot of money on the line. I need to be <laughs> as sober as possible. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, move it on. Because I don't want to stick on him. He's gross. <laughs> um, yeah, you can go look up all the awful other things he's done. Yeah, there's a, you, there's tons. Uh, moving on to politics, uh, I can't. We have to mention the fact that we were so wrong about the outcome of Georgia. Yeah, I was. Everyone else. None was of right. us thought that this was. I mean, toward the end of last week's show, we were like, eh, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> oh my god, I completely forgot we were still. The election hadn't happened yet. Right last week. Yeah. Wow. Right. I I will tell you. I was. I that really. That's what I. I woke up to that sense of happiness. I was like. Man, Jeff was really right. I am a needless naysayer, and they absolutely locked down Georgia and the country's on fire. Well, well okay. <laughs> See, I, stay, yeah, up, I stay up later than everybody here, so I would like, at 3 a.m., I'm like, yeah, let me check it one more time, because Don Lemon and my boy Cuomo were still on, mm. and I was like, oh my god, these numbers are all changing. What the hell's going on? I went to, I went to bed happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I woke up even happier. Yeah, that was good. good day. Good first half of the day. I mean, that's the. I mean, I and I not not to you know jump the gun, but I guess that was the one good thing about the riots at the Capitol is that nobody has mentioned that there was a steal going on or that it was rigged down in in Georgia. Right. <laughs> they haven't said one fucking word about it. That's true. Everybody just yeah you know, the the two opponents conceded and we moved along. Weird. <laughs> So I was looking at this. I put this under Georgia as well because there was another call that Trump made to Georgia after the fact. But apparently mm. the article that I posted in here doesn't mention – I put the wrong wrong article in. So the article that's in there is on uh, Washington Post and it's talking about everything leading up to the 6th. It's talking about – all the uh, all the different things that, that Trump did to try to influence the election. I don't see. Wasn't there? So we know that there was a call the Saturday before the election to Georgia, trying to say tr- tr- Trump trying to get all of the eleven thousand votes. We talked about that last week. Yeah, right. remember when that was the biggest news we had? <laughs> right. Yeah. But I, th- I there was another call, right? Yes, there was he another made call after that. No, I think it was actually before that. He made a phone call to the person that was investigating the um, the presidential election and tried to pressure him. So this is not a political figure. This is just some dude who's doing investigative work for the state. Okay. And the president of the United States called him and said, hey, you want to do a solid? Which <laughs> is another impeachable event. Tis. Yeah, that's the amazing part is that with all the impeachment talk, nobody's nobody's put that on the docket as one of the things that he should be impeached for. Yeah, I think they went for, we're just going to go for the streamlined approach and go for straight, you know... Why not, throw that, why not throw that in at the end? <laughs> like, like, it's going to make a fucking difference? Yeah. 
I thought she did. I thought they did list about. I, I say she, like Nancy Pelosi wrote it herself. <laughs> I thought they did list the call on that Saturday to uh, Raffensperger and oh, that's his name. <laughs> I thought it was the. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of phone calls going on in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But let's speculate for a minute on how this happened. <laughs> Do you think Trump buried his own party in Georgia with all his talk of voter fraud? Yeah. Absolutely. Or did just Democrats just come out in droves? Well, both. You mean as far as the senatorial election was? Yeah, as the, the Warnock and Ossoff Senate races. I think both. Do you, are you asking, did he bury it on purpose? Or no, no, no. Just- I'm, no, no, I'm sh- no, I'm sure he didn't bury it on purpose, but okay. did he Did he do harm by ta- – are Republicans voters that fucking dumb? <laughs> uh, I'm going with yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that, just that based on other the, evidence. That, that, uh, that there's such cucks, the whole fucking party, that they all <laughs> sat there and there was like, I don't know what to do. I mean, I got one thing going, uh, you know, we got to win, but the, my president keeps telling me it's rigged. So maybe I shouldn't vote. Yeah, since last Wednesday, we've had so many different interviews with people who are, are following Trump that, yes, I mm. do believe that they are just that dumb. No question. Right. And then the cult leader was not on the do- on the ballot, so they, they care less. Like a whole bunch less. Yeah. I just can't imagine being that swayable on things. Mm. You know, like, hmm, I'm just so damn confused. I don't know what to do. <laughs> what, yeah. what was it? We just saw an interview with uh, somebody on the street and they they were asked, what would you do if you found out that everything you've been told, everything that Trump is telling you has been lies? What if you found proof, evidence, 100% that told you that you've just been following lies this whole time. And he was just like, I'd be really mad. I'd be so angry that my party would do that to me. I'd probably never vote again. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, he's still got the Trump everything on. And like he's hasn't even crossed his mind that that's actually what's happening. Well, it has crossed his mind now because he didn't immediately say that's not possible. It's never going to happen. I mean, Mm. he he, uh, opened the door a crack there. Because he entertained the possibility. Normally, you, you don't you don't even get that crack in the door. Normally, you get that's not even possible. He'd never lie to us. They just never go there. He went there. Yeah. So let's move on to Wednesday. Um, mm. it's, I, I, there are so many articles on here. I, we're not going to hit them in order, I don't think. I'm just going to – we're going to start and we'll see where the conversation takes us. Um, so I have a whole bunch of articles from Huffington Post, the Washington Post, and uh, the New York Times – about what happened last Wednesday. I'm sure that we don't need to go into detail on, you know, the timeline. But basically, there was a, an insurrection, a actual to God insurrection against Congress. Uh, they stormed Congress. I don't know. You think maybe it is better to go timeline wise and how it all started? I don't. I, I don't like, have it with. Well, but there was Trump's rally speech. Speech. Yeah. Right. Prior to that, where they were calling to go down in March. To the Capitol and Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani said it should be trial by combat, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. But yeah, anybody who watches those speeches and then says that, well, you know, they weren't the cause, but didn't listen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's quite clear. And uh, I think Don Jr. was kind of getting them hyped up. You know, we're going to go down there and take. He said, "We're going to take out those zeros because they're hmm. not heroes; they're zeros." Was I guess that was part of his speech. Wow. He's very yeah. eloquent. Don Jr. <laughs> and then Don himself saying we're gonna he's gonna go with them. Yeah. You March know? down to the Capitol with you. 
And then he promptly went home. (laughs) (laughs) Stage is set, right? There you go. (laughs) So one thing about Giuliani, you brought him up. Giuliani, uh, New York is now looking at disbarring Giuliani because according to the New York bar, anybody who has incited an insurrection or, or tried to commit an act of sedition uh, is not eligible to be to remain a member of the bar. Now, he has already been taken out of the um, New York Bar Association, but that's just like a club. They've, right. they've dropped him. But if you see reports about that, that's just, like I said, a club. He is still a member of the bar. He's still a lawyer. And only a judge can take him, can remove his standing. But that seems so nebulous to be like, you know, someone who incited sedition. Like, does he mm. have to be charged with that? I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the. Is it just a preponderance of the evidence, like a civil thing? I don't know. Yeah, or is it, or is it like Twitter, who's like they can do whatever they want, whenever they want, because they're a private company and people throw fits. <laughs> like, well, I think well, the bar I think is more of a, um, a part of the courts. It determines who gets to you know stand up right. in the court and who doesn't get to stand up in the court. I think, honestly, it doesn't really make that much difference because he he can still practice. He can practice law, writing things, doing speeches. He can still do most of the things that he does. He just won't be able to go to Williamsport anymore and embarrass himself in front of, in front of a judge. Yeah, which again, I don't know why you would want him to do that. Yeah. <laughs> they ran out of lawyers. <laughs> like, if anything, I feel like this is going to help Trump. Yeah. They just ran out of lawyers. Everybody else quit. <laughs> so I don't, I'd never heard a final number as to how many people, how many of the uh, Trump followers were there. Like, I, I saw that it was... I saw one thing saying estimating around ten thousand, another estimated around eighteen thousand, but no, I, you know, I have no idea what the actual numbers were. I haven't heard it either, but I know from some certain photographs I saw a lot of fucking people. Yeah, yeah, and there were fourteen hundred police to guard, you know, all the the whole perimeter. So they were outnumbered. Oh, severely. But yeah. was that whole fourteen hundred there? Because it didn't seem like it. Inside and out, yes. Really? The, at the, the perimeter? I don't know how many were at the perimeter. The problem is the Capitol complex is big. That's a yeah. really big building. 1,400 people, that got spread out quickly. And a bunch of them were inside. So, yeah. And it's not just, uh, you know, idiots off the street who were, you know, uh, at this, st- what started as a protest. But a couple of the other people that were listed, <laughs> former Pennsylvania State Representative Rick mm. Saccone, who we talked about on the show before, he was there in the crowd. Even he didn't have his patented mustache anymore, though. No, he did not. That's why I didn't recognize him at first. I'm like, why does that name sound familiar? <laughs> West Virginia uh, delegate Derek Evans was in the group. He also breached the Capitol, which, I mean, these talk about people who should know better. Yeah. Is he the one that has since stepped down? Or is that Ooh. another person? Someone actually stepped down? Yeah. Been a lot of step downs. Didn't the Capitol Police Chief step down? Yep. <laughs> the, the police chief, the uh, sergeant at arms of the House of Representatives and the sergeant of arms of the Senate were both, were all three were forcibly encouraged to step down. Oh. Yeah. I think now, the best, though, as far as uh, elected officials was the QAnon lady who just got elected to the House, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. tweeting out where Nancy Pelosi was. Oh. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy. I mean, is she going to pay a price for that? I hope so. Yeah, why don't we talk about them next? So I have this listed under uh, the Sedition Caucus. Mm. 
I have an article on each. The uh, what Ian mentioned, the police chief unable was a, unable to call in the guard. Um, the uh, the capital police chief was denied by both the sergeant of, at arms, and they've all resigned at this point. Um, wow. But. The Sedition Caucus, I wanted to mention this. So this is a group of uh, senators and Republicans who decided that even after all this had happened um, and, and was still happening, they were still going to object to the uh, confirming Joe Biden as the president-elect. <laughs> um, that just, was the this, most amazing part to me. Yeah. Talk yeah. about being committed to a bit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> These guys are seeing it through to the bitter end. So these people are listed. I have them listed in the New York Times by their state. Uh, so Alabama's first. Tommy Tuberville is on there. Yeah. Rick, Rick Scott from Florida. Roger <laughs> Roger Marshall from Kansas. John Kennedy, no relation, Louisiana. Uh, Cindy Hyde-Smith, Mississippi. Josh Howley, who we've all heard about several times, from Missouri. Ted Cruz was pretty much the leader from Texas, and Cynthia Loomis from Wyoming. There was also 137, 140? 139. 139. 139, somewhere in there. Uh, the, uh, from, from, J- from the JV Senate? Representatives. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? From the JV Senate? Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Including one Fred Keller from District 12 in Pennsylvania. Really? Yes. He was part of the Sedition Caucus? He was yes. part of the Sedition Whoa, Caucus. Wow, next time he... Speaks at my son's elementary school, I will be sure to <laughs> shit on him in public. Hey, but you know who didn't do it? Was my boy Matt Cartwright from District 8? He wasn't there. <laughs> He's not a Republican, is he? Nope. No. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. Well, and the crazy thing about Fred Keller, so Fred Keller is saying that um, the, the president was not elected in Pennsylvania, but I was. Same ballot. And it's the only state he, he um, fought against was Pennsylvania, his own state. Like, you piece of garbage. And I told him as such on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. Is he up for re-election? I mean, I- I'm really they, trying to figure out what these guys were all doing. The House is every two years. They're up for re-election, so yes. Yeah, so I, I kind of get that. Like, they're just Uh-oh. trying to hold on to that Trump momentum because... It's bad again, math, though. <laughs> yeah, but we've discussed this. The majority of Republican voters are Trump supporters. But they thought that that was still true after somebody tried to kill them. Literally. Hey, hey listen, man. It's all I got. It's all yeah. I got as a, as a representative. What am I going to go do? Work at the, the grocery store? <laughs> the, the lumber store? All I know is how to take fucking donor money and fucking lie to people and stay in power. I need the power! <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like, they probably all want to be president one day. I mean, that's probably. what they're saying about Josh Hawley, this guy who I <sighs> never fucking heard of. Comes out of nowhere. They're called, they're, they call them uh, <laughs> blow-dried dead crews. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he was the shining star, and now now his his stock has fallen to like a penny stock. They're saying that this this moron made a calculated move move and fucked up with what he did. So he fucked up beyond. So I don't understand how these people are. These people need to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And each the House and the Senate can both expel members who supported this riot. It is very very much within. The, the law that anyone who incites sedition against the standing government can be expelled. But don't they would you need never a major- be able to have a seat in Congress again. Don't you need, you need a majority vote, though, right? Or a unanimous vote? Or you need two-thirds? Well, I don't know what you need, yeah. I think I yeah. think in the Senate you need unanimous, and the, 
The one person they were like that that might actually work on is Ted Cruz because everybody fucking hates him in the Senate. <laughs> like they may be like, no, this has gone too far. Let Josh Hawley stay. Let Tim Scott. Oh, Ted Cruz is. Oh yeah, we'll do Ted Cruz. <laughs> Go ahead. We don't care about that. <laughs> he is universally hated. Yeah, I'm not really. Uh, I'm not really sure. So Corey Bush from Missouri introduced a resolution with 47 co-sponsors to the ethics committee to uh, commence a disciplinary review of those members. So it is the disciplinary board that does the review. Um, I don't know if they have the power to do the expulsion. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Like, this isn't a usual thing. No, definitely right. not. I was going to say, it's definitely something that would need a little bit of research. And I feel like it, you know, it has happened. I feel like after the Civil War, there were a dozen or so members of Congress who insisted even after the Civil War that they would support the Confederacy and the rest of the Congress had them removed from their seats and they were never allowed again. Uh, yeah, that sounds familiar from history class, yeah. Well, how did, they get, how did they get rid of Al Franken? What's that? How did they get rid of... Did Al Franken step down or was he... He stepped down. He stepped down. Uh, yeah. Democrats resign at even the most mild amount of pressure. Mm-hmm. If they get 200 pieces of outrage on Twitter. They're like, I'm sorry, I won't ever do it again. I'll, <laughs> I'll resign. Now, the one thing that they are already suffering is uh, an article in the New York Times uh, and the companies are pulling back political uh, funding. AT&T, Marriott, Facebook, Microsoft, Coca-Cola, Citigroup, PJ, uh, JP Morgan, or, or PJ Morgan, <laughs> and uh, Goldman Sachs are all pausing PAC donations. Yeah, well, that's easy math. Yeah. You just go, how many more people voted for Biden? Got it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and these are companies that usually donate to both. Yeah, they do. They just do which, it for influence. Which, again, uh, if Grin you just sit back and think about how stupid that fucking is, mm. like they shouldn't be putting any money into any election. They're fucking soda companies. I uh, Grinch did mention Dow Chemical. I didn't. They weren't in the list because they're mentioned further down the article. Dow took the strongest steps. It suspended donations for at least two, possibly six years, depending on the lawmaker's election cycle, to any member of Congress who voted to object to the certification of the presidential election. Hmm. So they're already taking a financial hit because Dow, holy crap, that's all the money. Yeah. Was Comcast on your list too? I didn't see Comcast. Mm, I thought that I saw that they also pulled money. I'm not professing that what I said was an entire Comprehensive, list. sure. <laughs> You know, I wouldn't be surprised if you told me Comcast made a statement that we're only now donating to Republicans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm all for removal of these people or doing something, but I say let's get this Trump shit out of the way first and work on that when Biden's president. And it is, it is, you know, pretty craven on the part of these, these companies because they're just going to start back up again when no people aren't paying less attention. Right. For sure. But I'm talking about the actual removal and shit. Like, mm. let's not gum up the works right now. Right. Wait. Wait till we're all settled and get, and let's get the Trump shit out of the way, and then start picking off the, all the senators and shit. Because I feel like I mean people are equating this to nine eleven esque type moment in our history, and kind of is. Well, yeah, I would agree with it, that. It kind of is in that it was an attack on the country. Yeah, it absolutely was an attack on the government. It was an attack on our democracy, and the as as Colbert said in his uh, statement last night, it's worse. Because 9-11 was done by terrorists. It was done by foreign agents. This was done by Americans. This was done within our own country. 
So in in several ways, it's worse. I mean, many, yeah. obviously, not as many people died, but the the impact to our democracy could have been way more severe, and, and it still could be. Yeah, this we're is not, not over. We're not done. <laughs> oh no, this is not over by far. I am boy. That I mean, they're already well. Uh, again, I, it's hard to do this because we are jumping around all over the place. But I mean, the FBI is saying that there was a lot of coordinated shit going on here. Yeah. Uh, you know, time codes, radios, you know, yeah. movements, positions, shit well, like I, that. That. Yeah, I broke it down into this. There were three different groups of people there. There were the tourists, the people that have a MAGA hat, and who were just there to, you know, whip it up a little bit. And then when they saw what was happening, they started to wander off and they started to leave. There's a few of them in there. There were the true believers, they're the ones with the MAGA hats and the Blue Lives Matter and the Don't Tread on Me flag as a cape and maybe the Trump flag and a taser in their pocket and a pocket knife. They broke the windows and pushed in the doors and they're the ones that are being arrested because they showed their stupid faces. Then there's the Trump army, the guys with the fatigues and the zip ties and the body armor and the helmets. The Oath Keepers. The, yeah, the Oath the... Keepers, the no insignia and the face masks and the guns. They didn't break the windows, but they were the first ones to run in there once they were broken. Yeah, there's a video. They show them snaking through the crowd yep. with, with their tactical gear on and shit. They were hunting yeah. for senators. Yeah. I mean, they built a fucking a tr- straight-up gallows outside the Capitol building. Yep. You know, and again, which they, they're they mentioning in Discord right now, the guy with the zip ties, yeah. the guys yeah. with the pipe bomb, the guy with the Molotov cocktails, they're waving around a fucking Confederate flag in the Capitol. Yeah. And which. To, just to be clear, they're not just zip ties. These were flex ties. These are right, things that right, are designed yeah. for to restrain a human. Like They're specifically made for that. So and these from- people were looking to take hostages. And not only that, but some of them in social media said that they were looking to kill people, especially Nancy Pelosi. And Pence. They, well, they, yeah, Pence they were and chanting Pelosi. to hang Pence, and they put up a fucking noose. So- that is shocking. Like. I mean, granted, all those people you listed off that that for uh, the sedition caucus, mm. they lost a couple people after this, though. They didn't gain any, which was, I think, believe nice, at least. I mean, the fact that they stuck with the vote was insane to me, but most people are like, oh, shit, they came into our house? Yeah. They were going to hang Pence, Trump's number one guy? That's just crazy. But, like, people – like, some people I talk to, because I've been going into the – far right corner of my friends to talk to them about shit like this don't really see the significance of them waving around the confederate flag in the capitol really? like to me to me that's like somebody walking around with a swastika flag sure right i'm just like that's crazy one that they would bring that they're fighting for america and they're bringing that flag in and of course i get you know, or the isis flag or a fucking picture of osama bin laden on a flag <laughs> You know, um, you know, and of course they hand me the shit where the Civil War wasn't really about slate. You know that kind of bullshit. Yeah, it is absolute bullshit. That is the rebel flag. Those are the people who tried to commit treason, treason previously against our country, and who had to be put down. Again, I'm not a great debater, so when somebody starts going, "Well, actually, in history, mm. you know, but, you know," and I'm just like, "I don't know, dude. I'm pretty sure it's about you know the well, oh, states' rights. I'm like, states' rights to own slaves." Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... that's, uh, that's it, it was about slavery. That's it. <laughs> if, if you look at the uh, the actual uh, Articles of Confederation, I think it is, for the different states, they say, we want to keep slaves, and you don't want us to have them, so fuck you. That's what it says. Well, not those words, but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I hear I, uh, <laughs> States' rights. They're, man, I really... States' rights gets me riled up because 
it's always hit or miss with with people on that side when it comes to uh, whether or not you should have to lock down or wear masks or get the vaccine or own slaves. All of a sudden, states' rights are the most important thing in the world. But if I want to smoke a little pot, states can't have that right. That's absurd. <laughs> yeah. Well, states' rights is all, it, it's all they ever have, and then when, it, of course, when the state tries to do something they don't like, it's ridiculous. It's, I mean, th- th- to to quote fucking Doc Holiday, man, their hypocrisy knows no bounds. No bounds. No fucking bounds. <laughs> so I wanted to uh, to hit on this really quick. We talked about House has moved uh, to Im- impeach. So the article was written up and and put into place on Monday. There's going to be a vote tomorrow because Pence tonight came out and said that he is not going to invoke the 25th Amendment. So one option of getting Trump out of out of the office, which is imperative because we still have more than a week. And it's plain and clear that he is not telling his people to back down. There's more to come, which we'll hit on later. Um, so it's it's imperative to get him out of office. Every moment is dangerous. Nancy Pelosi has already called the uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs and said, look, we need to talk about the fact that he still has the nuclear codes. Uh, we need to talk about, you know, making sure that he doesn't do anything like attack Iran with a nuclear weapon, you know, in the next week. So there's an article on the Washington Post that I thought it included how the impeachment can work, how it can work so quickly, how it how it still can be done. And even if it isn't done during the time he's in office, even if it isn't finished, how that would how that would affect things, because if he is impeached, even after he leaves office, he still loses his pension which is a tidy sum. Uh, well, his no, no, travel no. expenses. Be, doesn't he have to be removed, though? He has to be convicted, yes. Well, he has so to be not, convicted. Not, not yet. Not just what well, you said if he's impeached. Right. Which, he has uh, to be convicted by the Senate. Right. right. Okay. Yes. But there is another option that hardly anybody's talking about, which is the 14th Amendment, which states that it, well, it would keep Trump from being able to run again for any federal office. It only requires a majority vote in the House and a majority vote in the Senate, which is way more possible than a two-thirds vote in the Senate. And it prevents somebody from holding a federal office if they have, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the Constitution of the United States. But again, how is that provable? Um, Yeah, my, my problem with that is once you do that, the Republicans will use it on every Democratic president that runs afterwards. Yeah, but in that case, all we have to go is, well, nobody stormed the Capitol building. So I guess we're fine. I mean, no, the bar's so no, fucking low now. <laughs> but they always stretch it. They say, you did it before. So, I mean, it's the same thing about, you know, they got rid of the two-thirds majority for judges, except for the Supreme Court. And the Republicans went, I don't care. Let's do it for, for the Supreme Court, too. They always take it further, every single time. So if you think you can get away with, you know, setting the bar and them keeping the bar there, you're wrong. All they need to do is get a majority in both houses at some point in the future, and you'll never have a two-term Democrat again, ever. I don't know about that. I mean, but again, it's like, I mean, Ray, I don't know what you're saying. Like, are you saying like they're trying to remove him before the 20th? Like to get him out of office before the 20th? They're they're trying to prevent him from running in 2024. Well, that, that, there's no way he's getting out of office before the 20th. Like, I mean, this is me just speculating. That's fine. Highly the, unlikely. The, 
the a, the successful impeachment would not only prevent him holding any future office, but it would also negate any attempt at a self pardon. Mm. Yeah, see, maybe that's the thing is the pardon because I the way I was reading into it was we're going to do this impeachment. That's easy. That's going to go through. He'll be the first president ever to be impeached twice. That's happening tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Then we're just going to hold on to the articles. We're going to wait till we own the Senate. Then we're going to shuffle that in. And then you guys can do and remove him. And and I thought that removal covers never running again. I could be wrong, but I thought that's what it was. But this does not stop Trump from pardoning himself. But how does Trump – well, I guess we learned that back from Nixon. You can pardon yourself for any crimes relating to a specific subject, right? Well, there's actually more than that, too. Um, So it turns out Carter – pardoned all of the um the people that uh ran to canada during their vietnam vietnam war unnamed pardoned all of them right but that's for like can i mean does a pardon have to be specific that's specific you 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 draft a dodge or draft dodge the draft (laughs) (laughs) i guess either works um but you're but, but can trump go i pardon myself of all crimes yeah I, I think you take. Or does you he take, have to be? Does he have to be specific? I think what you did, what what Carter did, and what um, uh, Ford did for Nixon, you combine those two things together. I pardon myself for everything. Well, no, uh, Ford said he's pardoned for any any future crimes relating to Watergate, mm. right? And Carter's- he, I think it was specifically he said anything that he may have done during his presidency. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's my answer. Now here's the can thing. Can we though. just can't we just go no as a country? No, no, you can't no. do that. The problem is whether or not the president can pardon himself is not has not been decided. Yeah, that's true. And this is something that uh, if you if you saw that uh, William Barr advised Trump to not pardon himself because it would what that would do is it would put that into a, like an active state and it would allow the Congress to then file to just to undo it. Like if he doesn't, if he doesn't pardon himself, then there's nothing that uh, like, there's nothing, there's nothing for the court to decide. If he pardons himself, it immediately opens him up to, we, we need to challenge that because we don't think a president can pardon himself. So Mm -hmm. we are going to file specifically to get that off the books. Like, we don't want that to be set as precedent, so we need to file something against Trump to make that not, you know, so that a judge has to decide. Mm. So it's a weird catch-22 that if he pardons himself, he is definitely going to be facing charges because they just don't want that to be a precedent. They don't want that to be a thing. Hmm. It's a way to guarantee that he actually gets charged with something. Hmm. Right. Interesting. Exactly. since you mentioned that Barr told him not to do it, I'm almost 100% making pred- prediction that he will do it. <laughs> so, Yeah, I, I don't think his ego and his love for money will let him not try it. The ball's on this motherfucker sometimes. Did you see him talking today outside <laughs> before he got on the fucking uh, plane? You mean the Alamo? <laughs> no, no, no. Prior to him going to the Alamo when they said, uh, <laughs> do you feel responsible for this? And mm. he was like, let me tell you, a lot of people... And experts have analyzed my speech, and they said there was nothing wrong with it. They analyzed it, and a lot of them are saying that it was fine. Mm. And I'm like, who's analyzing fucking sp- – what? What are you talking about? That's something a five-year-old fucking says. <laughs> There's just random people out there 
Uh, yeah, they, uh, tone checked my speech and they said the tone was perfect. Well, and the thing that makes me crazy about that is that the, the, the reporters don't go, who? Who said that? Right! How do you not ask them? What people? Who told you that? <laughs> Give Where me are you one info? <laughs> and if you say Ivanka, I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> get that info on Twitter? <laughs> but speaking of travel, let's talk about Alamo, Texas for a second. Sure. Because... All right, so the symbology alone. I mean, so he, he's he's going to, you know, quote, the Alamo. Except he's not going to the Alamo. He's going to Alamo, Texas. Alamo, Texas is like three and a half hours south of the Alamo, which is in San Antonio. Which doesn't matter to Trump supporters. No. He, he's no, at the Trump. Alamo, as far as they're concerned. <laughs> but, I mean, so, but he picked a very, it's a, quite a small town in in on the border of Mexico in southern Texas. He picked the town for no particular reason. Except that it's called Alamo. Now, why would he do that? Was it a message to his supporters? To make a brave last stand? Yes. And, and die? Yes. Well, <laughs> they don't know their history that well. Brave last stand is the important part. Yeah. Doesn't matter um, that it wasn't the Alamo. I I wouldn't be that surprised if it was... I, I don't know. Do they need a message at this point? <laughs> and again, you're right. That... Is, <laughs> Sorry. It seems like the wrong lack message. Of knowledge too. Yeah. was a real treat for me this week <laughs> because I got to discuss with my favorite work-related contractor, who told me after all this went down, he said, "See, this is just the first step. There's going to be another civil war." And I was like, "So logistically, that sounds tough. Mm-hmm. Also, I support you believing that, and I support that happening." And he's like, why? You think you're going to win? I'm like, I'm not going to be involved. That's where you're confused. You think civil war means Democrats and Republicans are going to fight in the streets. What happened in the civil war was a treasonous bunch of men got together and thought they would fight against the United States of America. So when you and your little boogaloo friends get together for your little flag-waving rally, and you hear a buzz overhead and you get disintegrated by a drone, we'll see how long your fun little civil war lasts, you jackass. Yeah, how many drones does the Proud Boys have, I'm curious, you know, to fight this war? I don't know. How, how many SEAL Team 6s does it take to kick down their, their garage door and eliminate all of them in under 48 seconds? I mean, I know I, I know they can go to Radio Shack and buy, like, the small drones and, and tape some firecrackers <laughs> and shit, maybe a dynamite stick to it and light it and try to get it as quickly as possible. <laughs> the image of that is really funny. <laughs> I, they I don't know. Uh, I, I'm assuming that these these guys, the Trump supporters, have watched with, you know, Im- immense hard-ons all of the <laughs> videos from the Iraq war of the Apache helicopter that's just sitting in the air miles away, pulls a trigger, and a couple of seconds later, people just explode. Like, right. I... I don't I don't think your little militia group, even though you have a bunch of semi-automatic rifles, are right. going up against the United States government. It's just well, listen. Ludicrous. If anything, Wednesday probably made them think that they could win. Yeah, I well, mean, they some, got in. They got in. Yep. In some ways, they yeah. can. And I have a couple articles about this. Uh, Washington Post. I have an article entitled "It More to Come." Uh, the FBI has put out a uh, a list of things that that are being planned, that they are watching. We know for a fact that the siege on the Capitol was planned online. We know that they had maps of the tunnels underneath the Capitol building, that they had entry points, that they had divided people up. 
so that they could get in. And then suddenly they were able to just, you know, walk in the front doors and the back doors and some windows at the same time. So they just went that way. But they brought climbing equipment. They brought Molotov cocktails like this. You're right. This this was decidedly not just a bunch of hillbillies who some did this on the spur. Yeah. There were several people, like, like Karen said, they're the type three person that Karen listed. These people were organized. Mm. Yeah, and, and the, you know, we all a lot of people laughed when Gretchen Whitmore was good. Was they stopped that kidnapping attempt? That might have been a little more serious practice. than most people thought. Or, yeah, or practice. I mean, they want to hold their own trials. Yeah, yeah. And now, I don't know if you want to get into the weeds on the Capitol Police and the and the uh, National Guard and all that fucking bullshit. Mm. I, I, I do, but real quick, there were three things specifically that the FBI uh, posted about. One is going – there's a plan for a demonstration that they are, they are self-billing as the largest armed protest to take place on American soil. This is to be done in Washington, D.C. There's another protest in honor of Ashley Babbitt who is the woman who was shot and killed while trying to uh, storm the Congress. She was the first death that we knew about. And a third demonstration, which was involved insurrectionists forming a perimeter around the Capitol, White House, and Supreme Court, blocking Democrats from entering, perhaps even killing them, so that Republicans can take control of the government. They're planning this right now. Yes. These are things that are being planned right now, according to an FBI report that uh, I think the Washington Post originally got hold of. Bring in the army. So it goes back to um, it, a lot of those people, a lot of these people believe that the army will stand with them. Oh, they I know. But I yeah. don't think they will. I don't think the army will. Uh, there are individuals within the army that will. There were individuals in the in the Capitol Police that did. There were right. people that opened two, the doors the two, and let them in. Two that, there's two that we know of. And sure. I mean, again, I don't want to get off the, the, the planning stage thing, but if you're a cop, mm. and especially if you're a capital city cop, I don't know how you could be on the side after that one cop got sm smacked in the head with the uh, fire extinguisher and died. Right. right. I'd or, especially or the one that got beaten by the uh, flagpole. Right. I mean, not beaten just by a by the American flag. Yeah. And, yeah. An, and, an, and another one killed himself the, a couple days afterwards. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the video of the guy getting hit in the head, but it is fucking disturbing. It is. Listening to him cry as he's getting crushed to death in that mob scene with his helmet off and his probably his skull fucking caved in. If you're a cop and you see that and you want to side with these guys, these thin blue line guys, these uh, hmm. back to blue, it's all horseshit. They don't care. Yeah, they brought that the the blue line flag and were flying. If there were at least three flying as they stormed the Capitol, if you think these people actually want to support the police as they are pushing in and killing police officers, you're crazy. That flag is being flown because it was a it was a racist sentiment. It was a we don't like black people. That's what yeah. this blue line means. Yeah, they only well, like you when you're beating on black people. Right. They That's also it. thought that the police would, would just let them in. They A lot of them thought that the police were on their side, actually thought they were on their side. Yeah, there is video just let of the in. one guy pleading with that cop right before the other cop got hit in the head. Right. What are you doing? Why are you, why, you. Why are you being a traitor? We're with you on this. We don't right. want to hurt you. <laughs> oh, my God. The number of people called that called the police traitors that day. They truly thought that, um, all right, the military, the police are on our side. Some of them are. Not enough. Yeah. The crazy part was is that the 
the first group of people that Karen mentioned, the just the straight up dipshit hillbillies who showed mm-hmm. up, right? Once they got into the Capitol building, they're saying, you know how they were just kind of like milling around after that? They stayed within the velvet ropes. Right. <laughs> they, just, they, did, because, they, they took the tour. <laughs> because they didn't know what to do because they actually thought Trump was there, like giving them orders. And they had no, like, now what? Now what do we do? <laughs> what, what are our orders, sir? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, all of them are going to get arrested. Because if you if you work in IT, you know that in a building like that building, which is made of stone, there's no cell service getting through that stone. So they have these things called cell repeaters in there. And those cell repeaters are not owned by the cell phone company. They might be run by the cell phone company, but they have the logs from them. They know you were in that building. You might have been clever and turned off location services. It doesn't matter. They know you were inside that building. Hey, and if they that had worked, they were nice enough to take their own picture and post it on yeah, Facebook. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> that yep. is the the craziest shit I've ever. The guy who stole mail from Nancy Pelosi's office and then took a picture of it outside the Capitol building, and I'm just like, do you not know all? I mean, you just added one more crime onto all the bullshit you did, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. You can't take somebody's mail. <laughs> crazy. I, I, there's some stuff going on in Discord that I'm totally behind. The people in the <laughs> FBI who were like, oh, who's in the Capitol building? Nah, let's just log in the parlor. Oh, yeah. there you go. Um, <laughs> Je- Jeff has like- been on point all week with his memes. I've been yeah. stealing them left and right. What was that Ian? I do like that the one guy, uh, one of the, the zip tie guy that was in the Capitol, uh, after they saw the footage, his ex-wife was like, oh, that's my ex-husband. Here's where he lives. <laughs> right. Oh, and by the way, that was his mom that was with him. Yeah. <laughs> The the mug shots of the guy. I love the juxtaposition with the two pictures. The guy ranting and raving, mug shot. I'm like, oh my god, he looks like a bum. Every one of them look miserable <laughs> just in their mug shots. So well, a few other that, articles. Oh, go ahead, Karen. Buffalo Horns guy um, hasn't eaten since Friday because they won't give him organic food. Like, yeah, oh how god. is he supporting Trump? A guy who only eats organic, and his mom is the one bitching about it. Well, he totally believes all the conspiracies, right. oh. so he believes all the GMO conspiracies as well. So he has to eat just organic. That, right. That's an Alex Jones thing, evidently. I was told afterwards. Uh, I just noticed that that's my face on the dude. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just. <laughs> that might have to. Uh, that might have to be the image for this week. <laughs> So uh, some other articles, uh, Business Insider, this was this was from Thursday, I believe. So we were still just trying to get a grasp on what all happened. Allies of the United States say that it, that everything ap- appeared purposeful. Mm-hmm. So these allies, ha- they're military allies, allies that have law enforcement officials who have trained with our federal law enforcement officials who are looking at what happened going, wait a minute. They didn't follow any of the things that they're supposed to do. Basically, our allies were saying this really looks like it was an inside job, which we now know is true. There were a few police officers who were letting people in who were um, completely taking selfies. Well, also, as we mentioned, the people who resigned, the people in charge, you had people asking for National Guard support and being turned down. You had you had uh, the the sergeants at arms going, "Eh, I don't think we really need that. Were they part of the plan we don't really know but what we do know for certain is pentagon officials who made some of the decisions leading up to this were brand new they were newly installed by trump after firing former pentagon officials 
There was so, a, a department, uh, uh, there was a division in the Department of Homeland Security that their sole job was to tell people, to tell other departments about things that departments had found. So the FBI would find something, give it to DHS, and DHS would disseminate it to people. They were like the clearinghouse for in- intel. Trump shut them down. Yeah. So that's why some of this intel didn't get to where it needed to be. So back to you. It, yeah. It's, components of this were put together purposefully. Yeah, absolutely. And the FBI has pointed out that the plot to storm the Capitol building had been going on for a long time. The FBI sent, well, they tried to send out a message saying that there was an insurrection. They they had used the term war, that they were going to start a war uh, using this as uh, as the spark point. So people knew, some people knew that this was going to happen. Hey, and my boy Robert Evans called it back in December. Hmm. He was like, I'm on parlor. This shit's crazy. They plan on storming the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now, but now, see, like, you know, you were mentioning before about worrying about what Trump might do in the next few we- in the next week or so. But I'm also hearing things that, like, they're not even sure people are listening to him. That, like, was it that Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi, like, kind of, the like, in charge now. Like, Pence called in the National Guard. Nancy yep. Pelosi told, like, the generals, like, don't fucking let that guy do anything. Tell you to move, do nothing. Right. Like, again, is he really, is anybody really going to listen to him at this point? I don't know. I, I mean, we've never seen anything like this before. There's no way of, of really knowing. I mean, it's going I mean, to be on he, an I individual mean, basis. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, he walks into the Joint Chief of Staff. New guy ran right now. Says this tomorrow. You don't think they can hold push this off a week? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think they can. I think it takes a lot can. of planning, sir. Yeah, it takes a lot of planning. We can't just you know nuke people. We need to know who we're going to nuke. It takes um, at least six days to hand crank a nuke, Mister President. Exactly. So we're going to get started. <laughs> <laughs> we don't but keep we got, them charged. It runs the battery down. <laughs> but we got the best hand cranker on it. People have been saying he's the best. They've been studying his crank movements. Top notch. <laughs> Uh, all right. So where am I going to from here? Um, There's so many places that we still haven't touched. Yeah, I know. Exactly. The one thing that we haven't really touched on is uh, there's, I have an article from a Religion News Service about this talking about if you look at all the flags and everything outside, there are a ton of crosses. Mm. There's a, There was a big flag that said Jesus 2020. There was... Um, <laughs> Uh, like a ton of religion, Christian iconography all over the place. I personally enjoyed the six million wasn't enough T-shirt. Oh, oh God. yeah. Well, there there was a ton of anti-Semitism Semitic. and and yeah. and just plain Nazi symbols. There were no swastikas that I saw, but there was a, a lot of white supremacist symbols. And yeah, the guy with six million wasn't enough. Holy crap! I mean, I understand, you know. The idea of free speech, don't just lock up a person because they wear that T-shirt, but (laughs) – Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like I said, article on Religion News Service, it talks about that. Um, Basically, the the idea that Christian nationalism was uh, maybe not necessarily an instigator, but a a catalyst that just aided the organization of of these people. So the justification. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Um, the RNC is uh, – they're trying to, like, ban people together. They're trying to fight the term domestic terrorism. They're calling for calling for unity. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like, it reminds, well, not reminds me, but it makes me think of like a guy tries to break into the house, ends up breaking into the house and is going to kill the people inside. And the cops show up at just the last second and chase him off, but they, they find out who he is and they arrest him. And as they're arresting him, he's, he starts crying, well, wait, you know, no harm, no foul. Uh, I, I didn't actually hurt anybody. Why, why are you trying to do this to me? Why are you trying to put me in jail? They don't understand also, if that you, they're the ones that did it. If you put me in jail, my family's going to start robbing houses because <laughs> they're mad that I'm in jail. So can we just call for unity <laughs> and forgiveness? Let's bring the neighborhood together. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, give me a break. If this was a fucking BLM protest and they got to the Capitol, it would have been a fucking massacre. Yes. And no people question. would be right. Yeah, and it would be. Look at what you've done, you dirty liberals! And no call for unities. It's they're, they are so transparent. It's it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. There is another difference besides being you know black and white. The other difference is that these people um, were armed, and you know police officers like to stay alive as well. So the hesitance to fire on people that you know are armed and start an actual shootout piled on top of the you know institutional racism. Well, well, liberals, I guess if you want to get your voice heard, start fucking arming yourselves. Yeah, exactly. Well, not to mention the fact that a lot of the cops weren't actually armed. They, well, yeah, they, were not, they were not armed with riot gear. They weren't allowed to take riot gear. Um, the National Guard wasn't issued rifles uh, when they got there. They When they got there, they were actually issued riot gear, but they weren't... They, they weren't were doing issued, traffic, though. Yeah. Right. They, they, they were not equipped to take on an armed resistance. I don't know. They blasted that Air Force chick in one shot through the door. Well, she yeah, was about with, with a handgun, though. Yeah, it was a yeah. pistol. Yeah. Now she was about to. And to, to be clear, the reason that she was shot is because she was about to break in where the senators were. That was right. where they were, and that was the that was the line. Do not cross. Do not go through that window, and we will shoot you. And she went through the window, so they shot her. Oh my God! Have you seen the video of them chasing the one cop up the steps and around the yeah. corner? Yeah. He and, lured and he them was away from them. Yeah, and led them back into backup, which was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that dude what is I, a fucking hero. Like, yeah. he's the epitome I, of good cop. But what I hate about the reporting on this, and this is part of the reason why this shit happens, was I just said, did you see the video of the one cop luring the guys out? And everyone mm -hmm. said yes. When you hear it on the news, they say, lone black cop being chased by a group of white people. Mm -hmm. Now, that's what it was, right? But you shouldn't have to say that. Mm -hmm. Right, it wasn't hero cop. Lures, lures terrorists away from right, capital. Right. I mean, again, I don't. If that was a white cop and and he was trying to stop them, I still think they would have. The same thing would have happened. Mm. But that was one noticeable thing about the whole day. I didn't see one fucking black person in that crowd. There were <laughs> one or two. One. Yeah, there were one or two. Oh, but, like ten thousand. Good ratio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the guys that's actually the heart of this, uh, if it's his name, Ari something, um, is biracial by the look of it. I don't know what his history is, but he's not a white, white boy. That doesn't surprise me. I, weren't we talking one time about a some documentary I saw where the the guy was a white supremacist, but his wife was Native American? <laughs> and it's, and the guy if the guy sitting in the car with the documentary is like, you know your children are half white, right? <laughs> and he was like, huh? He's like, your wife is Native American. They're half Native American. Therefore, they are not truly white. And he's like, scrunch, you know, scratching his monkey brain. Oh, I guess you're right. Damn. I mean, like. <laughs> well, I'm sure that that uh, people, uh, you know, having a couple people of color is what led 
Tucker Carlson, you know, astray to say mm. that it was it was it was Antifa. We don't know who all oh. these people who were who were in Congress. Uh, uh, Washington, that is, that, that the Antifa thing is so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the people that broke into the Capitol building were not Antifa. Fuck you. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I saw the one image that a guy, uh, they posted a guy wearing a T-shirt that said anti-Antifa. You know, we already have a word for anti-Antifa. <laughs> Anti-anti-fascist means fascist. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. And if they were Antifa, then your own president said that they that he loved them. Mm-hmm. They are great people. So make up your fucking minds, people. Own it or don't. <laughs> like, nobody believes that Antifa went to this fucking length. Right. <laughs> right. So there's a facial recognition company that the Washington Times tried to use in a story saying that, no, we tracked it down using these facial recognition. And it's it, they're, they're people who were at the these other rallies, and they're definitely Antifa. Well, that facial recognition company came out and said, no, you didn't. You didn't use our stuff because our stuff says that these people are Trump supporters. <laughs> That's amazing. I also saw a lot of people would crop out the shaman's cue sign. Oh, really? And uh, say that they saw him earlier this year at Black Lives Matter rallies and try to suggest that he was Antifa. Oh, yeah. I've seen plenty. Of, I saw one where they have him standing next to Nancy Pelosi's brother. Wow. Therefore, Antifa. But now it's me. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> So we did have a latecomer. Um, I, not too many people have been talking about these. Well, I haven't been on CNN 24-7, so maybe they did. It's just not that important. But there was a guy armed with an assault rifle and a ton of ammo who was uh, coming to the Capitol a bit late. Uh, he was arriving Thursday, the next Oops. day. <laughs> he was oh, he arrested fell. on Thursday. He fell for the classic TikTok trick. I guess. <laughs> So apparently, uh, the uh, he was he, well. He was arrested because of his online bragging that he had got a ton of five five six armor piercing ammo and was planning to go shoot Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, that'll get you arrested. And then yeah. he went to Washington with a gun, with multiple guns and a ton of ammo. Yeah, yeah, that'll get you arrested. Wow, special boys. <laughs> oh my special. god! Hey, <laughs> classic meme, Betty White. <laughs> He's white, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, that is my I, favorite. I, I missed that. What was that? Uh, my favorite meme is whenever something goes crazy now, somebody will post, hey, without even knowing anything about this, let me just post this. And it's just a picture of Betty White. Like when is it's that a Betty's shooter. And, you know, and it's, the thing is, Betty's white. <laughs> nice. That's yeah. it right there. <laughs> I never even questioned it. I just assumed. <laughs> His name is Cleveland Grover Meredith Jr. Woo! Yeah. He was groomed from a young age for this arrest. Mm. (laughs) My grandfather still got him beat with that name. I think so, yeah. Your grandfather's name is awesome. (laughs) What is your grandfather's name without... (laughs) Can you say it? I don't say it. (laughs) Who who knows who's listening to the show now? His first first two names are Crockett and Columbus. Oh, wow. Crockett By the way, from now on, I want to be referred to as Jared Monroe on this show, and I live in <laughs> nice. uh, I live in Cleveland. That guy's a legend. <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. 
So some other fallout from this, there were a ton of resignations from uh, Trump's cabinet. Uh, most of, uh, I think everybody who was in this uh, article was specifically because of what happened last Wednesday, the uh, domestic terrorist actions that, that happened. Um, the big one that everybody heard about was Betsy DeVos. Aline Chow resigned the day before uh, DeVos did, I believe. Um, but Yeah, then- hers was over the phone call, wasn't it? No, they were still over the. Was it over the phone? Oh, call? Oh. I thought it was still over the riots. Who cares? Whatever. They, yeah. they're, they're all ju- they're all right, jumping what, ship in January. <laughs> right. What's up with with quitting a week before you get fired? Right. Because then you don't yeah. have to vote on the twenty fifth amendment. Also, uh, you can depending on how things go, you could say, "Well, hey, I, I you know, listen, I left when things got out of hand. I was not with them." <laughs> One week, please. Yeah, I, th- my favorite meme on that is to all the people who are quitting Trump's administration, I applaud you for your bravery. I, too, sometimes unbuckle my seatbelt once the plate is landed before they tell me to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh, Elaine Chow wrote she was deeply troubled by what she had seen at the Capitol, the unrest in the mm. Capitol. So, yeah. Uh, Mick Mulvaney resigned. He's still a thing. Yeah, he was the envoy to uh, Northern Ireland. Not the ambassador, just an envoy. Just the envoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Potting- Pottinger, Pottinger, uh, Deputy National Sec- Security Advisor, uh, John Costello, Senior Cybersecurity Official, Tyler Goodspeed, White House Counsel, Economic Advisors, Stephanie Grisham, uh, Ricky Nasita, Sarah Matthews. Like it just, it's on and on and on. It's a couple dozen names of people who have resigned uh, since since last Wednesday. Yeah, like who's running any? I mean, is it just him and Stephen Miller sitting in the White House? <laughs> oh, that's a scary thought. And Mark uh, Meadows. <laughs> Being like, hey, you know where you should go is the Alamo. I'll set it up. <laughs> oh, shit. I fucked up. <laughs> oh, oh, no, we had a rally at an Alamo rent-a-car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it could have been worse. All right. <laughs> Mnuchin's still there. Good point, Jeff. <laughs> Somebody's got to look after the money. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Stephen, uh, how was my speech? Well, I've analyzed it. It sounds pretty good. Okay, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> uh, uh, one other thing that's come to light is uh, the the fact that last Wednesday, all of the senators, congressmen, they all had to, you know, they were all called down into the basement to keep them safe. And uh, many of the Republicans refused to put masks on. So it was also likely a super spreader event for all of the uh, the other people, all of the congressmen who were there. So, yay, that's great. Three Democrats so far has come out saying that they have tested positive, I think. One of whom was um, senator from New Jersey, I think, 75 years old. It's at risk. Uh, it's gotten to the point in my life now that I just assume you have coronavirus if you're a Trump supporter. Sure. I figure that's the safest way to live my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> you voted for Trump? Okay, I'll put my mask on. Yeah. <laughs> In a cute move, um, Congressman Jamal Bowman says that he's introducing Congressional Oversight of Unjust Policing Act, or the Coup Act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind Uh, It's to launch an investigation about the breach of the Capitol building, uh, how it happened, how, uh, yeah, the ties to white supremacy and Capitol Police, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, that should be, uh, holy crap, that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. 
So it, it, I love that their lives are at risk. <laughs> they're being ushered into a safe room in the basement for their own safety. <laughs> and they're still going to fucking toe the line on not wearing masks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. These people are giant pieces of shit. Yep. Well, you know what? Maybe the logic is this at that point was they're like, Jesus Christ, these people came in here and were looking to hang Mike Pence. If I take one step over this fucking line, I'm at I risk. Dead to, yeah, I could be dead the next day. <laughs> so f- I'm not putting my mask on and I'm not changing my vote because <laughs> I don't want to be branded a traitor. It's true. I mean, a, a couple of them have said to reporters um, in confidence that they are concerned for their, their own personal safety and the safety of their families. So they can't change now. They're locked in because of the risk of some lunatics shooting up their house. They don't get Secret Service protection. Yeah, look at what happened to Lindsey Graham and uh, Mitt Romney. Mm. Mitt Romney? (laughs) Traitor? Yeah. Mr. White Toast, please. Yeah, Mittens? Jesus, man. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsey Graham? That guy has been bootlicking from fucking day one. Yeah. I mean, that woman was so... That's the scary part. That's Mm. the most amazing thing about this whole fucking thing. Despite everything we said, they're all fucking nut jobs and this and that. They all thought, honest to God, that they were on the right side of history here. They still do. Yeah, that woman, did you see the interview with the woman who got pepper sprayed? Yes. And she's like, I don't get it. Why was I pepper sprayed? I was doing the right thing. You know, and the guy's like, well, why were you going to Capitol? We're going to storm it. Stole the election. It's a revolution. Mean, yeah. What the fuck? She what, actually I mean, said, it's a revolution. And she's crying about being maced. Again, to quote Stephen Colbert, you're lucky they didn't cut your fucking head off. That's what yeah. happens during a revolution. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and that's, that is the thing that, you know, like, again, I mean, I can't believe I had like a moment of clarity then after four years of talking about it. But like. If you truly believe that the shit was stolen, like, then then why not storm the fucking capital? The, you, you assume the country's in fucking shambles and that China's going to run everything and that pedophiles and, you know, whatever, what have you. They're 100% like, in, you say? Yeah. Wow. And I don't know how to get through to that. Like, I've been hanging, like I said, I've been hanging out with some far-right friends. I'm breaking through some cracks here hmm. with these people on certain things. Just slowly going over things and being like, well, what do you hate about this, right? Well, socialism. I'm like, well, how do you feel about Medicare for all? Well, that's not so bad. Then I explain how it works. And then I explain pre, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like talking to them rationally. No, we're all, we're not there on everything. Mm. We're, We're having differences over statues and bathrooms and shit like that. And I, and I'm just like, that's the dumb shit. We'll get to that shit later. <laughs> right. Yeah. Figure that shit out. Once we're all sitting pretty, we'll make a third bathroom and everybody will be happy. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, that's the shit they want us fighting over while they fucking rip you off. <laughs> mm. So, again, not to hijack the show, Ray. Have we haven't spoken about Twitter and Parler yet? <laughs> no, we haven't. And actually, we're getting there. <laughs> I, we've covered all of the articles that uh, that I had up. So, yeah, we can we can talk about that because people are. Super pissed about this over anything else, it seems like. Yeah. And I actually got into an argument with uh, someone on Facebook. Well, got into an argument. I made a point and the the, the controversy, like the whole conversation stopped. So what I said was, this isn't a First Amendment issue. This is a Mm -hmm. company that has a policy. Parler violated that policy by not having people regulate what's on their, uh, what's, what's on their site. 
parlor didn't doesn't have anybody to to Moderate. regulate the stuff they don't have um any censorship they there were posts of, of white supremacy and it violated the rules and conditions that they agreed to so it was removed period this isn't a first amendment issue this isn't the government stepping in and censoring people it's it's a simple thing of you didn't follow our rules we're a private company we're turning you off no no shirt no shoes no service <laughs> Pretty straightforward. I was I was ready to get into the argument and use the the just imagine that you're selling cakes and a gay couple walks in. You get to refuse <laughs> them, right? That's your argument. <laughs> but yeah, for all this talk of the free market, these people seem to don't like it when the free market speaks. Yeah. Right. You know, but they're they're like I mean, again, I've had some people. This is the you cannot do this. You cannot censor people. I'm like, we're not censoring anybody. No. There's nothing in the Constitution about being able to post on Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> All right. Well, Not it, to mention when you're the fucking president and you can call a press conference at any time you want. <laughs> right. Yeah, he can get up in front of reporters and he will be transmitted across the world instantly. Anytime yeah. he wants. All he needs to do is walk over to that room. No, big tech is trying to censor us. Big tech, they're coming for us. They're going to stop us. I'm like, no. Motherfucker, you know, broke their terms of, of rules. Where the fuck yeah. yeah. End of fucking story. And, well, they can't do that. Yes, they can. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. That's <laughs> People the get banned all the time on Twitter. You know, <laughs> I mean, right. what the? F- well, I mean, is it is it possible that um, you know the free market and capitalism is going to partially save us? So Twitter is taking them off the air, and everybody's life is better. <laughs> Parlor is shut down. I'm pretty sure everybody's life is better. Um, the PGA blackballed him and all of his resorts. My life is way better because of that. <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh. <laughs> and the biggest complaint that's coming off of most conservative news media is the loss of Twitter followers because Twitter mm. started purging bots. Oh, my bots. God. It's endless. Yeah. I lost 80,000 followers. <laughs> like, I'm like, They're not followers. The <laughs> there is somebody walking around with Molotov cocktails in the fucking Capitol building, and this is what you're bitching about. Well, and yeah. not just that, but you're complaining that you lost followers. Let me, let me, let's get something perfectly clear. The people who were, who were banned from Twitter were, have been posting white supremacist neo-Nazi shit. So you're saying that that many of your followers are white supremacist yeah. and neo-Nazis. That's what you're claiming now. Or have been that is true. posting misinformation <laughs> and lies about uh, or just election straight results. Up not re- or just straight up not real people. Right. Well, Mo- a lot of them weren't real people. They were just QAnon bots. Also, considering the numbers that they're talking about, I had 800,000 followers. Now I have 730. So what? Yeah. So what? It impacts their ego. I guess so. But, like, it doesn't mean it. Like, I, I assume that your salary at Fox News is not based on how many Twitter followers you have. It might be partially. <laughs> <laughs> Some fucking in there is there monitoring, be like, "Hey, Cucker uh, Tarlson here has lost a hundred thousand followers. <laughs> Knocked off fifty thousand off his fucking paycheck." <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> but Trump, when he got banned from Twitter, he tried using like four or five different accounts. He tried using the Trump team account. He tried using the mm-hmm. POTUS. They didn't shut down at POTUS, but he's he can't post there. They can just they just flat out delete anything he puts on there. That's incendiary. And this is about Christmas. It's gone. <laughs> he, one of his like press secretaries, changed his name to Donald Trump, and he tried to use that account. Deleted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was he tried desperately to retweet and denied. Has Makes anybody seen happy. the meme with the <laughs> at John Barron with the picture of Trump with the fake mustache? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody! I'm new to Twitter. What's going on? <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Anything else on politics? And before you answer, I've got like a few things on uh, COVID-19 that I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk what? about the people that were killed. Oh, well, because... wait, before we go to that, I got one last thing about Twitter okay. and, and Big Tech. Okay. My other favorite thing that I've been seeing on Facebook over and over again, which is quite possibly the dumbest statement ever, is if Big Tech can stop people from talking and take away parlor, why can't they stop child porn mm. on the internet? Well, they're in as on it, ch- obviously. <laughs> or as if child porn, all the child porn on the internet is coming from one single website <laughs> and they just won't stop it? Like, like, how do you not think about that for one fucking second? Yeah, I mean, all, know? The, they, all the racists self-gated themselves into one place, parlor. So- it was one thing to turn to turn off. Makes it simple. <laughs> <laughs> they got parlor. Why can't they, they, they? Why can't they get that child porn site? The one that's been doing the, the it for one. twenty years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazon's okay with that child porn site. No, I'm pretty sure they're not. Yeah. <laughs> what you've never been to childporn.com, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hoping that's not a thing. <laughs> I hope it's not either. Just a terrible thing. <laughs> I mean, I get ads for it all the time on Facebook. <laughs> so, we didn't talk about um, uh, Taser Nuts yet. <laughs> I suppose not. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, he was a type one in my you know category of people, I think. He might have been a type two, you don't know. But, I mean, he brought a taser, so maybe type two. <laughs> so, he I think, t- the, what was the story? Because I saw that the the story on the internet about him wasn't entirely true, but mm. I think what it was is he did accidentally taser himself, and then because of that, he had a heart attack? Heart attack. Yes. But okay. he did it while he was still stealing artwork in the, the Capitol building. Right. It wasn't in the parking lot. You know, he was trying to steal something, steal something from the Capitol building and accidentally tased himself somewhere in his pocket parts. Died <laughs> 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 of heart attack. The meme, you can pry my taser from my cold, dead nutsack is, you know, amazing. <laughs> Every time I think about what this guy did, I, I, it's ironic that a few days before that, uh, a friend of mine posted a small video of a woman dancing very seductively in her own bedroom. She set up a camera and she's doing a little dance and she's got like a little sexy outfit on. And then she lays down on the bed and you're like, oh, what's happening here? And she spreads her legs and tasers herself right between the legs <gasps> like three or four times. And it just falls off the fucking bed. Like her body was like frozen and she falls off. And that is all I could think about when I think about this guy tasing himself. <laughs> Uh, I'm sad to, sad to say, me as well. An old friend of mine tased himself once, and it wasn't even a taser; it was just a stun gun mm. because he was convinced he could build up an immunity to being hit with a stun gun. Oh, he did it once. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, that was the end of that experiment. I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'll build up an immunity. Oh. I'm just amazed that you just happen to be there for the first test. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm starting right now. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Funny one number two. Um, woman who was trampled by the crowd. Not funny. She died. It's very un- unfunny. <laughs> trampled. <laughs> trampled by the crowd. So, it was a good lead in, but anyway. It's a trample lady. <laughs> yes. Trample lady. The last photograph. 
ever taken of her was at the thing with carrying this ginormous don't tread on me flag. <laughs> that is, oh my god. Quality irony. <laughs> I mean, that was harder for me to laugh at because being trampled is probably not a good way to go. Probably not. Neither just tasing, your, tasing yourself into a heart attack, but idiots are idiots, so, you know. I know, but that's so Darwin Awards worthy <laughs> right. of, of going. Yeah. Oh, um, and we know about the two police officers. One guy just died of a stroke. Um, and supposedly somebody that was arrested in Georgia today committed suicide. So we're up to six people dead because of this. And didn't the, didn't the cop shoot himself? Yeah, or, or that was the second suicide? cop. Yeah, that oh. was number five. He committed suicide the next day. Again, the video, I, I, I cannot stress this, the video of that cop getting hit in the head with the uh, fire extinguisher is so disturbing. Yeah. Well, I've seen one from a, from a distance. Is there there's one close up? There is one very close up. Oh, um, Okay. Like, you really see, like, what's going on in the hallway. There's, like, it looks like 150 cops and maybe, like, 500 Trump supporters in a very tiny hallway. Oh, well, that's oh. the guy getting crushed in the door. Right, but then he's he's the one who got hit in the head. No, he's not. He's fine. He got squished, but, um, no, he that's not the guy that got... He, he might have got hit in the head, but um, he's not the one that, that died. Oh. He's okay. Okay, because I thought that was the one who got hit in the head. I, I think he did get hit in the head, but um, he's he's alive. Oh, but in, either way, his screams. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. Were, uh, yeah, because it looked like he was stuck in the metal detector, maybe? Or a turnstile? I think it was a door. He was stuck in between the people trying to push in oh. and a door. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, Jesus. Anyway. Oh, well, I'm kind of glad that I, this whole time I thought that was the fire extinguisher guy. Okay, no. good. No. And that kind of points to, yeah, there, there's still, we still don't really have a good idea of who, what, where, when, how, why, what the hell happened. So... And That's why it needs to be an later. investigation. That needs to move yeah. forward. Does. We know that Melania was taking pictures of rugs and couches, though, during it. Oh, my God. <laughs> we and do then, know. She does not did care. You, <laughs> did you see her statement? Yeah. I've been personally affected by this. <laughs> yeah. She, she's like, you know, well, that's really sad what happened. But what's more sad is that people were saying salacious things and lies about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then her aide... Uh, Stepped down. Yep. And then came on the news and was like, by the way, if you think Melania is innocent in all this, she fucking is the one pushing him towards this crap. Wow. Which, after everything we've learned, is not surprising to me. No, not really. Like, down to marrying Donald Trump being number one. Yeah. Like, hmm, what kind of person would do that? You're like, oh, the kind of person who would be like, this fucking Christmas, fuck this shit. (laughs) 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 Who the fucking cares? <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Mm. All right. Anything else on the, uh, the, I don't know, politics? As always, I'm sure there's more, but. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Be unpacking this one for a while, I think. Yeah, yeah. probably. But I want to hit the uh, a few things in the coronavirus from the last week. Um, America's Frontline Doctors, the organization that um, it contains the uh, the woman, I forget what country she's from, but uh, propagating all the misinformation about COVID-19. They claim to provide uncensored, accurate information about the pandemic and then do the exact opposite. They're back in the news, apparently have a, a complete uh, campaign against the vaccine. They're calling it an experimental vaccine and that uh, people should not be forced to take it. Um, so, again, complete misinformation coming from these quote-unquote doctors. Um, why? What is what is the advantage to doing that? I don't understand. I, I don't even oh, know in quacks. this case. They're quacks. <laughs> Just- yeah, but 
usually the quacks come with, but if you buy my secret sauce, it will make you happy. There's usually there's a, there's a you know there's a part B to this. Right. But this <laughs> is also the lady. This is the same lady who claimed that they're experimenting with alien DNA, right? And that demons were the 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 virus wasn't a virus that it was caused by demons uh, having sex with people while they slept or something like that. I, yeah. Oh dear. Listen, I had somebody say to me this week, and honest to God, and not in print form, actually spoke this to me. We were talking about COVID and everything, that, you know, despite everything, you know, we're going back and forth in this. He goes, but this, I can tell you, my friend, is absolutely true. There's some alien shit in that COVID bill. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah, oh, there's alien writing. There's alien writing in the COVID bill. And I'm like, and he goes, and that part is true. He goes, every, you know, I'm not sure about the other stuff, about the vaccine working or or if it's real. But I can tell you this, the alien stuff, 100% true. I'm like, okay. Thank you. This is not, it's not Bill Hole I was talking to, by the way. <laughs> if you're wondering. Well, it, there, is a, there is a tiny subkernel of truth to that, strangely enough. And that is that the COVID bill includes a 180-day countdown to make UFO disclosures. So the Pentagon has to provide within 180 days, it's a brief Congress, everything it knows about UFOs. That's it? That's it. Damn, I thought there was like some alien writing in it. No, No, there's an alien thing in it. And that is that they have, the Pentagon has to tell Congress what they know in 180 days. Damn, that is fucking misleading what he said to me. (laughs) Uh-huh. If he had said that there's UFO shit in there, I would have been like, what? And he's like, well, they got to disclose a UFO. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Why is that in the COVID bill again? <laughs> like, Who the hell knows? What, is, what the fuck is wrong with this country? Yeah, can we pass one thing at a time? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, the next the, thing that I have. Uh, the UFO pork? <laughs> the, uh, our weekly stupid people gathering for religious reasons. Uh, 105 mm. people went to a Christmas Eve service at the Genesis Community Church near Boston, 57 of them, that's more than half, have now tested positive for uh, COVID-19. Wow. (laughs) Mission accomplished. (laughs) That's that's really all I have. I just, it's it's our weekly thing. Here's, here's, you know, one a week. Faith, not fear. (laughs) Uh, Some negative, some really, I, I didn't like this news at all. Gorillas in California have tested positive for the virus. Oh. Yeah, the San Diego Zoo, I saw that. That's, that was... That was some actually pretty sad yeah, news. it's very sad. How? I guess, well, I guess they could have got it from an asymptomatic zookeeper. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Seems likely. Huh. Have any of you set foot in a restaurant since uh, this has been going on? Set foot? Yes. To okay. pick up. To pick up. Right. Yeah, to pick up. I went and picked up food the other day in a restaurant that I normally go to. It is the saddest fucking looking thing you've ever seen in your life. Hmm. With with plastic covers all over it. I had to go pick up food at the bar. They have a big plexiglass thing over the fucking bar. And nobody's sitting near each other. And then another part, there was, like, partitions and all things. Do you really need to go out and eat that fucking bad? Yeah. Like, it's not fun. It doesn't look fun. No. And when, I went, when, I, when I went to the casino, do you know what they have? Like, you sit at a table and have your own little personalized cubicle. You need to go to a casino that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I don't know what kind of asshole will go to a casino, but in my defense, I think that was like in October before. <laughs> but people were sitting in these little cubicles. I wasn't. <laughs> but it just, it just, I was just like, what is the, just get that food to go and eat with your family. What is the fucking problem? You just, I mean, you're with your family. It's not like you're sitting there alone. So that can't be it. So what is the point of going out? 
I, people just want they desire this return to normalcy that they just can't put up with eating at home. It's weird. I don't get it either. Your home's big. You want to change it up? Go eat in the living room, <laughs> or go go eat in your bedroom. I don't know. Eat in the bathtub. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be better than sitting in a plastic cubicle. <laughs> At one of our local restaurants here in Town Hacks, they have these little blow-up igloos. They have them on the back on their back deck, so you can go and rent this little blow-up igloo, and they'll, you know, they open the zipper and put food in, and then close the zipper up again, and they have little heaters in there. I'm like, I don't need to eat out that badly. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if there weren't a pandemic going on, I would be interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> I don't have to talk to other people. I have to hear other people. Ah, sounds pretty nice. Yeah, <laughs> get our own little private space. It's heated. Yeah, I'd give I'd give the igloo a try. <laughs> but would you eat every meal in the igloo? <laughs> no, that's gross. Uh, that's weird. So last yeah, thing I, that I that I have that I wanted to mention here real quick. Um, online, this uh, one of the conspiracy theories, or it's a conglomeration. It's con- combining a conspiracy about the vaccine with the whole five G thing. They started posting chip diagrams uh these are 5g chips that have been inserted into the covid vaccine that are then going to be injected in you there's a diagram of the chip layout so there you go it's proof that these chips exist except somebody who actually understands the diagram recognized it it's actually a uh, pedal it's a diagram for the uh, electronics of a guitar pedal So if they're getting wow. that into your uh, vaccine and into your blood system, wow, good job. If I could take a shot and have musical ability. <laughs> this vaccine is going to rock. <laughs> I would take a vaccine to get musical ability. I really would like to have that. <laughs> I'm with you there. That'd be sweet. Yeah. <sighs> it goes on to say that the Russians have managed to remove the nanochips from the Pfizer vaccine and have published a functional diagram. And I am posting this on my smartphone, which is on all the time and in my back pocket. They can't track me. Bye. Right. (laughs) I turned off location services. I'm clever. (laughs) (laughs) The insanity continues. And not insanity, just complete stupidity. Lack of knowledge. (laughs) Ignorance. That's what I'm going for. All right. Does anybody have anything else? No. Spent. (laughs) <laughs> it's been an exhausting week. I have to say, uh, I don't think that the uh, the coming eight days are going to fare a whole lot better. No, we'll see. Everyone, stay safe. Uh, but that's yeah. all. I, that's yeah. all I've got for this week. Oh my week. god! I'm not taking it. Our next. I'm not show... taking any trips to Harrisburg. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it's, and... it, it's not just DC. It's all the capital cities. Yeah. And our next show is the day before the inauguration. God yep. damn it. Mm-hmm. Should we push it a day? So two shows after that. <laughs> yeah. Lots of exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do our prediction show, and then we're going to see what really happened. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wrapping it up. Uh, first, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, uh, especially you guys who could join us tonight. Um, if you want to uh, join, you can go to our Patreon page and sign up, which would allow you to connect to our Discord channel. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, you could do that, or you could share the podcast on social media. Or leave a review for us on iTunes. That would be nice. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or on Twitter at ProfaneArg. Also, uh, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. Podcasting network, of which we're a part. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God be with you. <laughs>